Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the welcome now to the prick we've enjoyed all day today and in the service tonight. And I pray as we come now to the preaching of your word, I pray, Lord, that we would understand the importance of the hour and, Lord, how we need to pay attention to what's going on around us and, Lord, how that your coming must be soon as we read your word and we see the signs of these last days and your coming. I pray that you'd help us to listen tonight in such a way that will affect not only our thinking, but our behavior. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I'm preaching tonight on the subject, when will the restrainer be removed? When will the restrainer be removed? I was reading this passage of scripture and when I came to verse number 7, the Bible says the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. I've read that many times, but in reading it recently, it was like a severe weather report came up on my Bible warning me that something must be done. It was almost like a chest pain that got my attention so much that I just pondered what he was saying. That when the restrainer, only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. We see tonight what is happening in the cities of America that are advertising that they are removing the police and law enforcement. I saw today video of criminal activity, how they would go into high-end stores in California and take crowbars and break the glass and steal the valuables. Some standing there watching, fearing for their lives to get in the way as they carried away items. And of course, as they continue to advertise, defund the police, if they defunded anything, they ought to defund the media. But as they advertise, defund the police, the criminal activity goes on. Now, that is a perfect picture of what the scripture is saying. Imagine if there were no law enforcement at all. How terrible the crimes, the killings, the stealings, the robberies would be. The Bible says that the sin that goes on in our world, the mystery of iniquity, it is controlled. We think and we recognize it as bad, but it's not near as bad as Satan desires it to be. But God is restraining the power of Satan and the working of iniquity. But the Bible says there's coming a day that the restrainer, and I'm using, I'm using that name, the Bible says, He who letteth will be taken away. We realize that one day that restrainer will be gone. What causes the remover of the restrainer? What causes the Holy Spirit to be taken from the earth? 
Here's the question I ask you to ponder tonight. Do we have anything to do with the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit of God in our society, in our world today? Is it totally God's decision? Or do we have something to do with the presence of the Holy Spirit that is the restrainer of the worker of iniquity? Now we understand that the devil's been at war with God since he as Lucifer rebelled against God and attempted to take the throne of God in heaven. That is recorded in Isaiah chapter 14. Six times Satan said, I will, I will, I'll be exalted. And we understand what God did. God cast him from heaven and to the earth. When he did so, Satan entered the garden. He tempted and deceived Eve and through her caused Adam has been born a sinner, the seed of Abraham. And the Bible says, the soul that sinneth shall die. And the Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death. So man is now condemned in his sin to death and hell. But in Genesis chapter 3, God declared war on Satan and he promised the coming of the Redeemer who would finally and completely defeat Satan. In the word Antichrist, that prefix anti has two meanings. It means obviously to be against, but it also means instead of or in the place of. So Antichrist doesn't just mean that he is against God. It means he desires to take the place of God in this world. Now Satan one day will produce his masterpiece of deception and the Bible calls him the Antichrist. Now Satan desires to be worshipped. Don't miss that. And, 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 and if we miss that, it, it, it causes us a difficulty in understanding the scripture and understanding the working of iniquity. Satan wants us to worship him. And so he is going to work to replace Christ so that folks will worship him rather than worshiping the Lord Jesus. The Antichrist will be the masterpiece of deception. And he will cause the world to worship Satan and believe Satan is the savior of the world. Now the Bible tells us who and what the Antichrist will be and what he will do when he is revealed. Now remember, look back at the text. Christ cannot be revealed until the spirit is taken away. Look back at the text, 2 Thessalonians 2, 7. The Bible says, Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken away. And then shall that wicked, capital W, be revealed. Uh, there's never been as much, uh, as much division in our world and in our nation as there is right now. It's obvious to see that the devil is working on every hand to cause major division, not just disagreement. 
I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about major division where folks are willing to fight and folks are willing to die for what they believe. Some believing right, some believing error. It's, a, it, it's convicting to me to watch those that believe in murdering the unborn willing to stand publicly and declare their right to murder the unborn while oftentimes preachers fear telling the truth about what is right and protecting the unborn. But there is more division. Crime as is being promoted. Law enforcement is being blamed. The borders are being opened uh, there is the critical race theory being taught. There's nothing in the world to do with teaching us to love one another, no matter our race or our background, but everything to cause division. You want to have peace, dear friend? You follow the truth of that book right there, and you'll have peace no matter if you're red, yellow, black, or white. Doesn't matter where you come from. You'll love your brother, whether he's rich or poor, and no matter where he comes from. And the only thing that brings unity is to follow the truth. But you understand our world is approaching and approaching quickly the working of the coming of the Antichrist. Now here's one thing that needs to happen before the Antichrist will be revealed. One to close of the message. Who decides, what decides when the restrainer, when the Holy Spirit is removed? Let me tell you about the Antichrist and what he desires. He will be introduced to our world as a worldwide peacemaker. Revelation chapter 6, this man will be on the scene before the rapture of the church and he will be a peaceful political leader who will unite the nations, uh, the powerful nations of the world. Revelation chapter 17 explains it and describes it. He comes riding on a white horse. Now Revelation chapter 6, that horse is an imitation horse of the white horse Christ will ride as he returns from heaven in Revelation chapter 19. Now understand something. The devil doesn't do the opposite of what God does. He does what appears to be the same, trying to get us to believe that he's the deliverer of the truth. You understand with all the division in our nation and all the division in our world, something needs to be done to, be, to bring peace. And so we're preparing day after day for the coming of the Antichrist that will, will be reduced, uh, will be introduced as the peacemaker. Now remember, he is a Christ rejecter, so he will not endorse or promote the truth of Christ. He may be a conservative, he may be as Herod uh, was in his day to do good things for religious people and may even uh, build them a temple. Uh, and it's interesting to me how that conservatives today are careful not to say anything 
anything about Jesus, anything about Christ, anything about God's people, or about the gospel of the Bible publicly. And I don't have time to talk about that, but there's a great big difference in our forefathers who said our form of government, a government will, not, uh, will not survive outside of a moral people. And a moral people can't be produced outside of the teaching and the preaching of the Bible in the home and in the church. It was our first congress that said a copy of this Bible needs to be in every hand. It needs to be in every hamlet. It needs to be in every corner of the world. And we even use money to send the Bible to send us. I have to stop right there. My mind is chasing rabbits and I'm going to stop right there. The Antichrist will be introduced as a peacemaker. Then he will continue as the great protector. Daniel chapter 9, just the verses 24 through 27 have so many things in them, but this peacemaker, this Antichrist is going to make a covenant with none other than Israel and will bring a peace that you and I have not seen or known in our lifetime. And he will be the protector of that covenant made with Israel. You see, Israel, the Jewish people, they're a part of God's plan from the beginning to the end. We're supposed to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We're supposed to pray for Israel. They are our friends and our nation. And you read of our president's writings in regards to our relationship with Israel. We've not been their allies because they are the only like a democracy as we are. Oh, but they're the people of God. That's what began the relationship of America with Israel. Now, Satan knows this. And the Bible tells us he will attempt to bring a peace to Jerusalem and the world and the Middle East. Now, it will be a peace without dealing with the sin problem as Christ dealt with on Calvary. It will be a man-made peace. It will be an antichrist-made peace peace. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, but of the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. He begins as a peacemaker. He continues as a protector. He then continues as a peacebreaker. And after three and a half years, the Antichrist will break his covenant with the Jews and take over the temple. The Antichrist has been a peacemaker obligated to protect Israel, but now he reveals his true character by taking the temple and sitting down on the throne. is empowered by Satan. It's not a surprise that he demands to be worshipped, for Satan has always wanted the worship of the world. That's what he wants from you today. That's what he wants from us tomorrow, to worship him. Ah, but Satan... He is the one that introduced sin. He never did anything for me but try to wreck and ruin and destroy my life. Jesus is the one that's the lover of my soul. He's the one that forgave me of my sin and gave me a home in heaven. This man of sin will oppose everything true or false. He will organize a world church that will, by worshiping him, worship Satan. 
The Lord Jesus told us of this in Matthew chapter 24 and referred to this act as the abomination of desolation. And this world will wonder at this great leader who with Satan's power will perform signs and miracles and wonders and the whole world will be deceived by the Antichrist. He then becomes the persecutor. Revelation chapter 13 Satan will vent his wrath against Israel through the world leader of peace. He will control the world's economic system, which is melting into one now. Citizens will be required to bear the mark of the beast to buy and sell, which we are well prepared to do. Ah, but the good news, he then becomes a prisoner. Revelation chapter 19, Satan's not permitted to control the world forever. Jesus Christ will Satan and he'll cast them into the bottomless pit. Revelation chapter 20, and that will be the climax of the battle of Armageddon during which the nations of the world unite with Satan to fight Jesus Christ. Now why is Satan not able to reveal this man of sin now? Well, he can't because the Holy Spirit is here or in heaven. Now, the next thing to happen is the sounding of the trumpet and the, what we call the rapture of the church, Revelation chapter 4. Paul tells us of this, re, of this restraining force, of this Holy Spirit that even today is keeping everything on God's schedule. What controls this restrainer? What keeps Things under a bit of control. Is it a conservative political party? I say no. Is it the many organizations and caucuses of freedom that many of us rally around and even sometimes support? I say no, it is not them. Paul tells us that this restrainer is the Holy Spirit. The Bible says one day is going to be taken away. Now, now, I understand that God determines when his church will be called. The trumpet will sound. The Bible says no man knows the day or the hour. But here's something that gets my attention. Please listen to me. Why were there great revivals in England? And tonight, there are very few. Few churches even open in England on Sunday night. Why is it that there was one time a moving and working of the Holy Spirit? Men like Charles Spurgeon and many others, hundreds and thousands, so many came to church. Oftentimes, they would have to give them tickets, not that they would purchase, but just so there was seating for every person and they would rotate them coming so they could all come to church. Why was there a revival in England and why is it tonight that the Holy Spirit is not working like he wants did. Why is the church of Jerusalem no more? Why is the church at Antioch no more? What about the churches, seven churches of Asia Minor? I see that happening and then I look at America and certainly the convicting work of the
spirit is much less today than it was when I was a boy just some 45 years ago. Across our state and our nation, there's less and less fear of the Lord. There's less Holy Spirit conviction. Is the Holy Spirit being removed from our nation? If he is, what decides that? Sin and iniquity is on the increase. You can't find hardly a town in the country that does not now sell alcohol. I heard this week, is Wilmore now selling alcohol? Do you know? I, I'm, I'm not saying this as a joke. I'm not. He lives in Wilmore. I'm not asking him where he buys his alcohol. I'm not asking that. <clears throat> I heard this week that they either are, are going to try uh, to, uh, to pass a law so they can. And, and it's interesting how they divide counties into areas and precincts and get signatures and they get it on the ballot and they talk about how much money they make. They don't talk about how much money they spend. They don't talk about how much money it cost them. There was a day a politician, I mean, if he talked about that he was going to expand alcohol or gambling, why, he, there's no need for him to sign up to run. He couldn't win. What's changed? Why is there less conviction of the Holy Spirit? Why is it that everything goes today? I got word this week that the next two things uh, that they will uh, discuss in Frankfurt is uh, legalizing sports gambling and marijuana. And I preached out west and I preached in states like, like Washington and others where uh, marijuana is legal. They had to pass a law in Washington that folks could not hold signs where they had marijuana staggering out into the street and getting run over. They didn't stop the marijuana. They didn't say, that's not the problem. The problem is we can't keep them out of the street so they have to be 10 feet away. Brain of a gnat. Or a mosquito. Why is it that preaching on sin is far less today than it ever was. Why is it that churches have moved toward religious entertainment and away from Bible preaching? I wonder, do we have anything to do with this? I ask you eight questions, and I'm looking at my watch. I'll finish by, eight, uh, by 7 o'clock. I'm sorry, 8 o'clock. <laughs> do my prayers to God matter this week? Do they make a difference? Does my pleading for my state to have revival, does it make a difference? Does it make a difference that I'll spend time this week asking, Oh God, I pray that the Holy Spirit of God will work in our church services and will work in our soul winning. And you'll use the choir and the singers as they prepare our hearts for the preaching Lord, we need more than hearing my sermons. We need to hear from the Holy Spirit of God to bring a conviction in our hearts. Do our prayers matter? Does our manner of living make a difference this week? Does our obedience to the Great Commission, does it make a difference as to when the Holy Spirit will be taken out of the way? I'm going to tell you something. 
I'm glad, and I said this last week, I'm glad when the trumpet sounds, I'm going to heaven. And I'll never forget the statement I made to the president in his car when we were on I-64 and there was nobody driving on the road but us. Boy, you, you talk about nice. I mean, that was just really nice. Nobody on I-64 downtown Louisville. I said, Mr. President, you would think the rapture had taken place. Not a car on the road. But I know it hasn't because when it does, I'm going to heaven. He was sitting beside me and, 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 he, and he grabbed me and said, me too, me too, me too. I'm going to be here when two restrainers gone. You think it's bad that they're talking about defunding the police. You wait till the high sheriff of heaven, the Holy Ghost of God, is taken out of here and see what kind of... Here's what I'm saying. If you're not saved, you need to trust Christ as Savior tonight. If your family's not saved, you need to win your family to Christ tonight. If we're going to send missionaries, we need to send them now. If we're going to plant churches, we need to plant them now. If we're going to run buses and reach our children, we need to reach them now because it's obvious that the devil and the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Does our preaching of the Word of God make a difference? Does building a church make a difference? Does my hunger, does your hunger for God and the things of God matter? Would a revival meeting make a difference? Would an evangelistic meeting make a difference? I thought about next year renting the arena over here at the horse park. Almost 20 years ago, we rented Applebee's Park outside and we had a patriotic rally. The message that our state and our nation needs to hear is, I don't care who's elected, if we don't turn back to God, our country's finished. And you can't have God and hold on to your wicked sin at the same time. What a public meeting to call God's people from their sin to God and repentance make a difference. The Bible says this. The mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Did the Christians of England determine, I don't know about you, I want to fail my children. I don't want to fail the next generation by saying I don't care. I do care. I do hunger for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Because, friend, when the Holy Spirit is gone, the devil will have his way. This old world, they're going to have a grand time for three and a half years. Uh, then the trumpets, uh, not the trumpet, I'm sorry. Then Christ, the trumpet's already sounded. Then Christ is going to come with us. We're going to come riding on those white horses at the end of that seven-year tribulation period. We're on the winning side. You ought to find somebody this week that isn't. Tell them about Christ. Stand with me, if you will. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd help us tonight.